Well, welcome back to Breaking the Bubble. This is Mike the Llama. And uh, a special hello to Dr. Raven. How are you doing? Special guest, Dr. Raven. Yes, special guest in. every week. Yes. How are you, Mike are, the Llama? I'm good. We're also without audio Pete again this week, so uh, tough toenails to him. But we do have a special guest, and our special guest is Mr. Evan Hocking. How would you like to be introduced? Uh, comedian. No, uh, hey. Well, I'm a comedian at the moment because I'm going to actually do comedy because I'm not in Melbourne. So, oh, well, uh, <laughs> yes, yes, uh, very good been point. Been dodging COVID the last three months, been yes. away from Melbourne. Well, that was that's actually what we're going to be talking about today. So, my question is not just for someone. Is it right to say you're in the entertainment industry? That would be right, wouldn't it? Um, yeah, I guess some gigs are entertaining, some others maybe aren't as entertaining. It depends on, the, <laughs> yeah. depends on how I'm going. You've so. just described this podcast, not entertaining. No. <laughs> um, what, so what I wanted to check on today was how's it been for someone in the entertainment industry during this shitty last 18 to 20-something months um, and uh, and how you've um, accommodated, I guess, what's going on. I mean, I, I've seen you a couple of times in, in uh, local Melbourne uh, yep. stand-up areas, but, you know, in each of those times that I've seen you, it's been – squeezed in between lockdowns so there's only been a short yes. thing and then it's moved on so you've flown yep. the coop is that how you've accommodated for it or that's that's what i did well the last 18 months um for comedians i was lucky because i guess i've i've done some trades so i could always fall back i could do some laboring i had mates who he owns a concrete and business but uh, if yep. you're a comedian it's got no life skills <laughs> and um, you know, got little little comedian hands who you know you spend five minutes on a shovel, um, yep. um, and you get blisters. Um, it's probably pretty tough. They got to sit at home. So I, I was lucky. I could do a bit of labouring um, to you know, so I wasn't sitting at home. I um, mean, my fiance is a doctor, so she was working through the whole thing. So maybe that's oh, a yeah. go. Just yeah, to find an essential worker today, <laughs> and it doesn't matter if you're in lockdown. They're yes, still working. Uh, I can just sit at home and do nothing. But uh, I did a bit of labouring, and uh, in between the lockdowns, was uh, doing stand up where I could. So, yeah. But a good, a good double act is important. That's that's probably that's it, the mate. answer. It's there. a team. It's a team <laughs> effort getting through Corona and COVID. So did you? Um, so when did where did you actually start off? I mean, I know you were in WA for a while, and you you're in Darwin now, as as you pointed out to me earlier. But whereabouts have you sort of been travelling around? Well, yeah, it's come full circle because well, originally I was meant to be going to Port Douglas to get married. Oh yes. Um, we obviously we had to postpone the wedding for a second time. Um, Has that happened yet? Uh, no, no, no. <laughs> We're still still not married, so wow. um, yeah, we had to postpone for a second time. And my fiance said, "Oh, if we're going to postpone for a third time, what what should we do?" And I said, "I don't know, maybe maybe just be friends." Um, <laughs> so what nice. we did, because we couldn't get into Queensland, we said, "Well, last year when we were meant to get married, we we're locked down in Melbourne." So my fiance said, "Oh, I don't want to spend two weeks in Melbourne. I've got to get out of this joint." So we just went up to Darwin for a bit of a holiday. Uh, my sister, brother-in-law, and their kids went up there. So this is in August, but we'd mm-hmm. been there for we'd been there for a week and a half, and then there was one case in the Northern Territory. Mm-hmm. So we had a, a three-day lockdown while we were here. So we, um, me and my fiance, we couldn't couldn't leave the hotel room. We couldn't 
couldn't go in the pool. But what we wanted to do, we tried to recreate the hotel pool experience. So she <laughs> she laid, well, yeah, she laid a towel down and sunbaked in front of the window, and I I drank all day and, <laughs> and nice. pissed in the bath. So oh, excellent, very good. Yeah, yeah. It's every everything's covered. All bases covered. Yeah. So I managed to go from you know two weeks in Darwin. I flew over to WA. And I was doing uh, mining gigs with um, Chris oh, Franklin, yeah. Chris Franklin, a bloke uh, Dools who who's been running those gigs for thirty years, and uh, another bloke Emo, a West Australian comic. So, and I've got to Darwin uh, about a week ago doing some gigs right. over here. How was Quite the mine? T- how was it working yeah. in the mine stuff? I mean, back back in ye olden days, I worked in a mine up in Broken Hill, and and. The people, I mean, they're very nice people, but they're very different to the sorts of people I was hanging around with in Melbourne. So, um, how did you? How did you? That, I was going to say, how did you find it? You just went there, but how, how did you find the audiences? Uh, well, I found in speaking to uh, Franklin and a few of the, the other guys, um, you know, things have changed over the years. Uh, mm. We did did some Rio Tinto sites, um, Fortescue metal sites, and each. A lot of them have uh, alcohol restrictions. Oh, so yeah, the Rio yeah. sides, you can only have four mid-strength beers, right. four mid-strengths per day. So that you may as well just drink, drink, drink piss or something. I don't know. Do they, um, <laughs> do they get out of the way early, like breakfast, just as a, well, a lead-in? Well, that's what happens. They sort of get there, and out if they finish work at six thirty, or you know four thirty, and our show's meant to start at quarter to seven they've had their four mid strengths and they say well there's no point as franklin said there's no point going to a pub where you can't drink so they're yes. pissed off excellent how pleasing so i uh, so what's to, what, what what topic are we discussing today well, so what we're <laughs> what we're discussing what we're going through is so i am going to be touching on other bits as well because it's good that you've said that. I guess part of what um, I've noticed is whenever there's get on with it for Pete's sake. Whenever, whenever there's a disaster or whenever there's there's a big issue around the world, those topics can be a bit tricky to try and joke about. So what right. I want to check Evan as well is how how much. I mean, there's a difference between joking about Corona and joking about the situation that Corona's put you in, which is. Uh, probably what you've been doing, but do you get to ever make jokes about Corona itself, or so? Or so you... hang, hang on, hang on. I've got yeah, a few okay, questions, yes. right? So, yes. so Evan, you yes. you being a comedian, that's your career choice, right? Yep. I could have said that differently. I, I could Just... have said like, that's your career choice, <laughs> right? Could have said well, it that is, way. It's a different one. It's a weird one. Yeah. Okay. All right. So, and what are you? Was there a question what, for this, or are you just waffling? What are you on about? No, no, no. I'm just wondering. You're the one that does the waffling. What? Yeah, what, but that's my what, job. What if? What are you actually asking? I mean, you, you, all I hear is word salad. You're basically saying, right? I am a vegetarian, so I'm allowed to do that. No, my right, question. So, so ba- I said basically, it. the question you're asking is, is there any controversial topic that you can't make a joke about? That's it. No, I, no. I, that's that is something that I am going to be getting to. But I wanted to know specifically, first of all, Corona, like. How we all feel in Melbourne about Corona is probably a bit different to how people where you are right now feel about Corona because we had you know, lots of people sick and die and all that. You know, we were locked down for a squillion years. Whereas Darwin, as you said, there was a three-day drama. WA, they haven't really had any dramas at all over there, no. have they? 
So nah. is it something over there that you, you would might say things differently or you might j- joke about it or talk about it differently, do you reckon? Or well, yeah, well, yeah, it's like basically because WA have never really had well, – they've had a few three-day lockdowns. We're actually in a lockout at the moment here in Darwin. Right. So a, a lockout is different from a lockdown. Right. A lockout is basically anyone who isn't double-vaxxed can't go out. So, oh, Okay. So we've we've got three shows. We did three shows last weekend, and we're starting to build a bit of um, you know, build a bit of momentum. Things were going well, mm. and then we were pumped for uh, Friday, Saturday, Sunday this week. And at ten o'clock on Thursday night, they said there's a case in the Northern Territory. There's going to be a lockout. Right. So people who aren't double vaxxed can't go anywhere. You got to stay at home. But if you're double vaxxed. You can go out, but people still don't know what's going on. They they shit themselves up here when they hear Corona. Yeah, well that's so, right. I mean it's it's has it hasn't been big. So as soon as it's coming along, it's probably they're experiencing what we did twelve months ago, where they're suddenly thinking, oh, hold on, what's this that's that's popping up? You know, that's yeah, that that would be yeah. unpleasant. Is it is it going to be affecting the numbers you reckon that turn up? Oh, it definitely has. Yeah. So right. um, even a few of the comedians, because we have local acts. On each of the gigs and a few of them had to pull out because they've only had one jab um yeah so but basically getting back to the start of the question was you know we're, <laughs> yes. we're going all over the joint but um, that's welcome to when, the podcast yes <laughs> when you're in wa because they, they've got no concept of what a lockdown they didn't know that in melbourne you you couldn't go five kilometers from your home like oh really yes yes they they've got no concept of it they, they mm. don't know so basically if you're doing jokes about it, because that's what we've been living for 18 months, you just talk about your experience during lockdown and wearing the masks and, you know, whatever else. So you just sort of have to explain to them and the, all the lockdown and what that was. Because in WA, they're just living their lives. They check in, but, um, you know, they're kissing. They'll, they'll kiss their cousins. They don't give – they can do whatever. It doesn't, <laughs> to be fair, they were probably matter. doing that anyway in WA, but that's, that's you know, right. That's, yeah. It's, uh, so they got no concept about it. So, yeah. Well, that's going to be a, a bit dodgy coming up, isn't it, when suddenly they all have to get friggin' vaccinated? All right, so the other thing I wanted to go through is, for you, are there topics that you don't discuss or don't joke about? And I know this is a tricky thing because it's inviting you to actually make comment about it. Or you don't have to give your opinion things, but, no, you know, fine. there's... Back when I was in school, there was, you know, that was when the Challenger blew up. <laughs> and there was the whole, what does NASA stand for? Need another seven. You know, they had those sorts of things that are really, they were terrible. People go, oh, you can't say that. Are there sorts of things that you wouldn't necessarily, or even some of the other guys that you, you have been travelling around with, wouldn't touch? Oh, I mean, there's prob- there probably are some things that, you know, I wouldn't talk about. And it's not because you can't talk about. It's just because I don't think I'm, you know, a good enough comic yet to want to want to want to talk about that. So, um, it is it one of those? Funny. Oh, sorry, go on. Yeah, now you go. Um, oh, well, actually, on Thursday up here in Darwin, we, me and Franklin dropped into a uh, a comedy night down here with all local comics, and there, the theme for the show was uh, too soon. Oh. So, <laughs> right. So the comics had to get up and tell jokes about maybe some topics that were. A little bit uh, risque, right? Uh, yeah, so a few of them made jokes about. Um, obviously, in WA, there was uh, that young girl, the young oh, yes. girl who got 
she'd just been found or whatever. So Cleo, as long as you're, as long as you're making the jokes after she's been found, as opposed to before, then that that may be okay. <laughs> Yeah, well, on the night, I didn't know that that's what it was about, but I did make a note saying that, uh, you know, Cleo Smith, she's been found, which is great news. Um, obviously, her mum and uh, stepfather were over the moon, but um, her biological father was pretty pissed because now he's got to start paying child support. Again. <laughs> oh. So, and he's probably got oh, three geez. weeks' worth of back pay he's going to get chased up for as well. So. <laughs> And dare I ask, how did that go down? Yeah, it actually went well. Okay, that's all right. Good, that's okay. I mean, the crowd, I mean, but that's where comedians' brains go to. Yes. And, I mean, the good thing is she was found. I mean, yes. yeah. So it is, it is a happy story. But, uh, and, uh, yeah, I'm sure her biological father's actually rapped that she was found. But that's just a things like that where, yeah, if you do it in the right way, you can, you can talk about anything. But, um, yeah, I guess... Yeah, if, if you're good enough meeting, you want to do it, do it. And that's and that's what it is, I guess, as well, because there's a lot of stuff that you know. I'm one of those people who likes to try and be inappropriate at times, and uh, sometimes you say it and you think, hmm, I'm not sure this is the same audience that when I first thought of this is the one listening to <laughs> to what I'm saying. So yes, it, it's. Uh, I guess that's the difference with a comedian. You've got that's your job, so you've got an idea about <laughs> whether you should be talking to that audience about what it is you're going to be talking about so and it's um, sort of what angle you come in at um <coughs> you know if, if you're just basically being racist or misogynistic or whatever but if you've got an angle or a spin on it um and but a lot of the time people they'll hear certain words and they'll just turn off they'll switch off and go they won't listen to the what the concept or the premise of the joke is they just hear certain words and they'll just be triggered or whatever I think so, I think um, that's why there's a, there's usually a bit of uh, controversy for people like whether it's Dave Chappelle or Ricky Gervais that th some of the yeah. stuff that they say um, you, you've got to hear the whole thing rather than jumping to a conclusion. Doctor Raven, I know you you like Ricky Gervais as well. Some of the stuff that he has talked about in the past that he's got into trouble <laughs> with has been things to do with say Caitlyn Jenner. You know, he made those comments about well, saying. You know, she's, yeah, again, he didn't make the comment about trans people. He said that she was a terrible woman driver. You know, those those sorts of things where you've got to actually you, pay attention. You know, yes. you know my. So, so okay, look, I I don't really appreciate comedy. Um, no, I'm, good I'm good not, to have a comedian on as the guest. Well done. That's good. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I'm not. I, I've I've been to a few comedy shows, and there was one show where I was actually told off um, because I was in the front row and and I wasn't laughing. Um, <laughs> And yeah, it's not because he's the funny person you have there. Yes. It's not because I was. Um, it's not because I was offended or anything like that. I'm. I'm not. I'm not offended by they, these sorts of things. I just generally don't find comedy very funny. Um, and and most important, I mean, I do laugh and I do. But mo I hate to say this, but I don't find Australian comedy it. very funny. I really don't find Australian comedy very funny. I don't. I, I'm. I'm sorry, Look, I but think, I just don't. But I think that's because, like me, uh, you've been brought up on whether it's the comedy company or whether those things where the comedy has been flogged to death, the same thing. So it's the same joke every week. And rather than someone coming up, we were going to a stand-up routine, let's say Evan does, where he's talking about current things or talking about uh, different different stories or jokes. It's not the same thing coming out every time you see him. He's not telling you the same joke, whereas... 
we were we were brought up with TV where they do the same joke, even if it's Hey Hey It's Saturday, they do well, the no, same thing. Well, no, but I'm not talking about that style of comedy. Um, I'm not talking about that. I, I know what you're saying, and potentially you're right. But oh, like, good. like, like you know, think about. Um, uh, okay, so I love Ricky Gervais. I love his style of comedy. I, yep. I think it's awesome. Um, I who 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 else do I like? A lot of that stuff. They're never going to put, um, especially in Australia. They're never going to put any of that stuff. So if all you see is um, comedy on TV in Australia, they're never going to put anything like a Ricky Gervais on because it's too risky. Mm. And see, and that, and and and, and that's it. That, that, yeah, that was going to be the second point that I was going to make, right? They don't um, like offending anyone. That that, that was going to be the second point that I was going to make. I, even though I don't really appreciate comedy and specifically Australian comedy, um, <laughs> I don't think I, I don't think there should be anything off limits. I don't think there should be anything at all off limits. I don't think, I think um, as a comedian or as a non-comedian, whether you've got, whether you offend a person on purpose or whether you offend uh, an audience or whether whatever, you've got every right to do that. I, and and yeah. that's, that's what I'm, that's what I'm absolutely sticking to. And anyone who disagrees with me is, is wrong. Just simply is just simply wrong. <laughs> No, it, well, it's, I, it's, I agree, and um, yeah, I mean that's that's the problem with any comedy that's going to go on mainstream TV in Australia. Um, they're never going to put anything on that's too, um, you know, you know, that's going to upset too many people because, you know, it's just. Do you think you're also in a position where, like us, you're a white male, and sometimes it can be very tricky to make comedy about particular things i mean i think again i think back to steady eddie for example you know one of the one of the things he used to do was he was he would be joking about things that the rest of us would struggle to talk about you know but he would say you know oh, i used to see this beautiful girl sitting in a bar and think if only she had a limp you know it was it was introducing something that we could laugh at that previously we probably felt a bit bad <laughs> laughing at um and it's some of the other ones that i like at that I enjoy are the ones that you probably wouldn't necessarily do now. So, because they're joking about women. So the whole, you know, for example, why can't Helen Keller drive because she's a woman, you know, <laughs> there's, there's yeah, those terrible jokes that, yeah, they're, yeah. they're old and yeah. they're terrible, but it, it's, it manages to introduce a topic that changes how you were thinking, you know, and I think that's for me, that's what makes but why that, is that terrible? acceptable. Why, I don't know why that joke is terrible. Why is that a terrible joke? That's not. What I do you mean, mean a terrible what, joke? What the the Helen Keller one, right? Because I mean, your first thing, it, no. Com, for me, the comedy in that is that it's changing what you think is the answer. So the why can't Helen Keller drive? Well, she's blind and deaf, but no, the answer is because she's a woman. So it actually comes out to be you're taking the piss out of women drivers, which is something that you go, oh, that's terrible. I shouldn't be doing that. It's changed. Well, I've been one. over in uh, I've been over in WA, and no one can fucking drive over there. So. <laughs> Yes. Well, no, but I'm matter. just saying. I'm. I'm. I understand. I, I understand where you're coming from. But I'm saying, yeah, it's 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 deemed to be offensive because it's something to do with women. But I'm. Yes. Yeah. That's okay. right. Because we're because we are very precious. There are a lot of people who are very precious about uh, hearing anything against something that might be about them. And so if you, that's why you don't go out and make jokes about people who are disabled, but someone who is disabled, say like Steady Eddie, 
can make a joke about it, but he does it in a way that's not is not putting that person down, but you can still laugh along with the joke. Um, but, I think there was a series we had on. Sorry, go on. Sorry. Well, in a way, like if you're not making, depending on what the joke is, if I think disa- some disabled people love being butt of the joke because then they are included. So sort of not well, not making a joke about them is making, oh, we can't touch. See, oh, I'm very self-deprecating in my comedy, so I don't care what people say about me because um, I say it myself, basically. So, But, I, I think- you know, I don't have a disability. So, um, I mean, apart from red hair and freckles. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Me my whole life, so, yeah. The uh, the TV series by Harley Breen, did you see that? The Taboo yeah. one he did? See that? that? That was pretty good, I thought, because it had people who had, you know, there were people who had really horrible diseases or serious issues, and he worked with them and made jokes, and it was a routine, as you say, that was including them, um, but it wasn't about them. It wasn't putting them down or, or, or making them a butt of a joke in a negative sense. It was, you know, they were part of the, the, the joke yeah. and part of the story. So um, that yeah. sort of thing I think is pretty good. Um Dr. Raven, you're looking very concerned. No, I'm not. Again, I'm not concerned. I'm my my, my th- like like I said, my my thinking on all of this is that nothing should be off the table, right? I mean, that, that's all I'm saying. If you live in a truly free society, nothing's off the table. I, and I've said this in other podcasts. You know, you should always have the right to offend people. It's really that simple. Um, if, well, if, if you don't more, have the not right, also the right to offend. It's what people get offended by. I mean, that's the yeah, but it doesn't matter. Thing. I mean, it, it's it, whatever people get offended by. I'm simply saying you've got the right to offend people. That that's you know, um, and, and that's what free speech is all about. Uh, that's, yeah, you do have to realize, and, and, and you might you comedy. may do that. You might do that inadvertently through comedy or through an uh, a misplaced comment, as I often do. Um, you know, I'm, I'm, I mean, you know, I, I tell a joke now and then, and you know, I might make a, I, I said something like, oh, you know, the dishwasher stopped working. I might have to, um, find someone else to marry or something like that, you know, um, so sexist joke. Yes. Yeah. So it's a, it's a, it's a completely sexist joke about me, my wife, whatever, but you know what, in a free society, I've got the right to do that. And yes, the, will it offend people? Yes. Will I? Is it intentionally there to offend? Maybe not, but who cares? Um, if I'm going, if I if I want to intentionally offend people, I've got the right to do that. I guess and the question is, are you are you married? Yes. Okay. So has she, has <laughs> yeah, she yeah. left you? Or <laughs> no. Are those dishes mounting up? Uh, no, I no. I usually do the washing, and she well, there you go. Um, there's the actual yeah. answer. And then there's the dishwasher. <laughs> so there right. you go. Shush you. My que- okay, my, uh, my next question is going to be uh, about as far as just coming up with ideas, how, how, what's your approach? I mean, I know um, experiences and things or stuff that goes along, but yeah. where, where did you develop? How did you develop your uh, comedic sort of sense, sixth sense, I guess? Uh, well, probably probably just doing gigs. I mean, that's the, that's the main thing. I've even found... Um, Oh, well, that's where you've refined it, though, isn't it? That's where you refined yeah. it. You had to begin somewhere. Yeah, well, I guess you just start at open mics, try and, and just start with one joke and then try and build it. Um, 
yeah, and it comes, yeah, it comes from life experience, uh, things that are happening in your life. Um, you know, I've got jokes about me fiance being a doctor. Been doing jokes about canceling the wedding. Uh, I was going to say, as long as you don't get married, that that can keep going. You can keep expanding. Can keep on going. <laughs> and then from there, then you you know talk about you know maybe the honeymoon or the the wedding day or just things that are you know happening um, in your life. I mean that's that's the, and then if you're talking about your own life, I mean no one can say that's a stolen joke or anything like that because you're talking about your own life. So how how hard is that? How hard is that as an issue when you hear someone saying something that might be similar to something that you say? Is that a, is that an issue as far as jokes and things or just? Oh, well, I guess it's like that's it's if people pick a topic like coronavirus or COVID, that's when jokes mm. are going to overlap. Um, yeah. I mean, as far as I know, like that's why I sort of picked jokes about your missus being a doctor because, um, yeah, no, one, no one's really writing jokes about that. Plus, it's my own life experience um you know my brother played footy for Essendon I've got jokes about that um things from my childhood with my family and uh you know I don't know a lot of people talk about family but if you give it your own spin and well I mean you live no one's families are the same so mm-hmm. always got characters and that you can whether it's your but dad what about, or, I mean have you have you ever uh, I remember <coughs> I remember once I, I remember once Mike I was at your place and your parents were there. Yes. And and I and I uh, and I had just come back from a trip from overseas where I where I was tortured by family, and <laughs> I made a comment. Waterboarded or <laughs> I I made a comment about that, and your mum took offence to my comment about a family member. So I was talking badly about my family member, but your mum took offence. So my question is. Is there a situation where you could make comedy about your fiance, a family member, whatever the case might be, where someone else gets offended? And within the family, the case, you mean? No, not within the family, but outside, a complete stranger might get offended. Um, and if that's the case, do you care? Um, well, no. Like if I mean that's <laughs> my, I mean that's my life, and you know, I mean I'm not. I wouldn't say I'm misogynistic or anything. I could sell if people are telling jokes about their fiance or wife. That's when, you know, people might go, "Oh, that's misogynistic." But I mean, but that's the problem. There's the problem right there. You're probably not misogynistic. No. But you make a joke, and someone's going to look at you and say you're a misogynist. Except mm. from what what I've heard of Evans' things, it's he will like, make it's a, like, it's Hold like, on, he'll make a joke, but it's a he's making still making it at his expense. So yeah. I would argue what his fiance is, comes out on top <laughs> with all of the. Oh jokes. yeah, yeah, mate. I'm definitely. Like, it's, um, like, it, it, it's, it's like me, right? So I'm I'm at work, and I and and my boss, he's he's Asian, and I I like my boss, and he's he's fantastic. He's he's a really good guy. I work with a lot of Asian guys, and that's that's great. Uh, I'm not a racist guy, but often, often I'm dealing with someone and they're they're Asian and like um, and their name is you know like on email then their name might be oh Bernard, and I'm like yeah right your name's Bernard, it's more like ping pong, right? <laughs> and, and that's just you being a racist. That's not that's, that's not, not that's not. I mean that's not. I I don't. I, I'm not being racist. I'm I'm having a bit of a laugh. I'm having a laugh at the situation. I don't. I don't think those two things are mutually exclusive, though, are they? 
Well, I, you can I, be I having think... a laugh and still be being racist. That's how an awful lot of jokes in the past <laughs> existed. They were funny and racist. And now we look at them and we think, Ugh, maybe we're not going to be doing that sort of thing. The, yeah, the Benny Hill yeah, syndrome. You know, like yeah. Stereotypes and even, um, you know, me and Franklin have been talking about, um, you know, doing accents, like Indian accents or yeah, yeah. Asian accents. I mean, stuff like that has now become, you know, probably something that, yeah. I mean, unless you're doing a character. But, yeah, I mean, things things have sort of changed. And, mate, but there I you mean, go. If you're doing a character, then isn't that the same? I mean, I, I don't <laughs> Yeah, yeah, but we, live, but we are living I mean, in a different society. That's why if you're doing a full character, I mean, it's, yeah, it's just one of those things where I mean, I, that's yeah, the great I thing about comedy and, and where we are at the moment because people have got so many different opinions. Um, you know, but that's my point. You if you go, this, if, you if, if you were to do an accent as part of your show, is that necessarily being racist? I don't know. Mm. I don't know. I'm confused yeah. by that. Maybe, maybe if... Maybe if the so so Evan's doing a, a, a routine and he's talking about his fiance. Maybe if she has an accent, maybe that's acceptable then because he's imitating a person rather than a stereotype. Yeah, but it's sort of funny as well because the Nelson twins, they um, like one of them has a wife and she's she's Thai. They've obviously got a, a Thai child and they'll tell jokes. Chris will tell jokes about being, um, and they'll bounce off each other about having a Thai wife, and people just think, well, that's it can be. They people get offended by that, like it's almost like, mm. but that's his life. His wife's yeah. Thai, so they'll talk about, um, you know, his Thai child and things like that, and that's that's his life. People will get offended by it, and afterwards, I go, oh, you're making. I said, well, my wife's that's my life. My wife's Thai, so. People will get offended at whatever. Oh, how how irritating is that, though, to to have to deal with it? I mean, I, I know the, the questions in this have been probably irritating because it's not going down to the actual comedy aspect of things. It's talking about what's irritating or what's annoying. But mm. how how frustrating is that to have your comedy routine questioned just in general? Um, but well, I know I you can probably you can wash, let it wash off you because you'll be like, get stuffed or whatever, but... If they're starting I mean, to guess, question you like that, that, that surely yeah. that's a bit much. I guess, I guess most of mine is, like I said, I'm pretty self-deprecating. So, But I even know, you know, I've done routines about my dad hit me when I was a, when I was a child and things like that. And you can see some people are just absolutely repulsed. They're like, what? They can't believe it. But, um, mm. you know, you talk about the belt and the wooden spoon and things like that. And some people just... Yeah, they're they're totally blown away, like because they obviously, yeah, never 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 got disciplined as a kid, or you know maybe don't discipline their kids the same way. And I know you know things have moved on from that, um, but you know you still got to have a little bit of bloody discipline. <laughs> That's right. Just maybe a smaller spoon. Yes, yeah, so I can't wait to have kids and smash them. So yeah. <laughs> so no, so what's... I mean, yeah, go all, on. Sorry. Uh, oh, just keep. Keep doing it. Like, you're never going to keep everyone happy. Um, so, but also, yeah, you don't want to be out and out, you know, racist or misogynistic or, no. you know, you know, but comedies, as long as you put a, a spin on it and you can talk about things that are, are your life. And see, it's funny. I do, I do a joke about, um, uh, you know, mothers coming in. 
being on ice and then giving birth to babies that are on ice and how, um, you know, there's a lot of negative health issues, but on a positive, some of the babies are, are walking after four days. <laughs> and, you know, and yeah. that's, that's a pretty dark joke because he's talking about babies who are four days old who are on ice, um, you know, but the crowd the crowd enjoy it. Maybe it's the way I tell it. But then I've done another one where my fiance, because she works at the Royal Children's Hospital, mm. and I said that was great on Good Friday because it means I, d- I didn't have to donate. <laughs> like because, <Is> it... <laughs> because she, you know, she'll there's plenty of times where she'll do two hours unpaid overtime. Um, but people, t- you know, they pull back on that because you're you're obviously talking about the Royal Children's Hospital. But kids but on do ice. Do you think? Though, well, that's what I was going to say with the with the ice bit. Do you think it's purely because nobody in general can relate to that, and so it is kind of a jokey thing. Whereas when you're just talking about someone working at a children's hospital, well, all, most people do have children, yeah. and so they kind of go, oh. so it's it comes down to the, once again, as we say with everything on this podcast, most people only give a shit about themselves, and so when you say something that might be, you know, touchy to them, they're like, you know, that's not good enough. Or Yeah, maybe it's the way I, I talk about it, but if, if um, and it's a bit absurd as well, the baby's on ice. <laughs> yeah, um, well, that's, that think. helps. Yeah, um, mm. but also there's a difference you know, people probably, and that's probably just the population, people care more about kids at the Royal Children's Hospital than what they do probably at Sunshine Hospital. Yes. So, yeah, but like, so like, like, I, if, if I look at it from a, from a from a personal perspective, I don't give a shit about either jokes, to be perfectly <laughs> honest. Nice. I mean, I, I, yeah. I, I, neither, I neither like nor dislike either joke. Do you know what I mean? I, mean, right, I, might, yeah. I might snicker and... And if I were in the audience, I might sit there and think, oh, you know, that's a bit rough. But I wouldn't sit there and think, oh, he shouldn't have told that joke. I, I might make that comment. I might, if I was with my partner, I might turn to my partner and say, oh, he shouldn't have made that joke <laughs> because it, it's not going to get taken well. But for me personally, wouldn't care. But really keep, in mind, keep in mind, there is a difference when you, there's the collective mindset when you're in a comedy audience, you are ready to yes. be entertained you're ready to you're more accepting of things uh which is why i don't understand why anyone would go there and have a sook about anything because you you're clearly there for the yes. wrong reason if you'd be there to laugh whereas if you and i have a conversation in private about some ice baby <laughs> we're going to be you know that's less of a comedy routine and we're not going to be i mean we're yeah. not be talking yeah, who's about the that blocking, who's that guy who's is steve steve hofstetter uh, are you yep, talking about? Yep, american comic yeah, I've 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 seen a lot of his videos. He's quite funny. Yeah. I I I I quite like like he he gets a lot of audience. I've seen a lot of his videos where he gets heckled in the audience, and yeah. uh and he and the way he tells tells them off and I I really find that interesting. Um, and yeah, I I think there's been a couple of his videos where people in the audience have been offended by the joke, and I just sit there and I think, have you? Never seen this guy's act. Why or, are you there? Yeah. yeah, why Why are you even there? I mean, or are you – and this is why. I, I actually think people put themselves in a position so that they can then be indignant and make a comment. I, I really that, believe – that's what that. a heckler is, isn't it? The he- a heckler's just there to so they can be seen. They don't give a shit about what's being said. They're just there well, so – I don't can... know. 
don't people know look at me way. instead. I'm half neutered and I just want someone to look at me. Yeah, yeah. I think, uh, yeah, hecklers, I think most people in the crowd don't don't really like hecklers. They're, they're, well, again, they're taking they're just, away from what they've gone to see. Oh, well, they just they upset, upset the flow of the show. And, yeah, uh, yeah. Most people have paid money to see the comics, so yeah. shut the fuck up. That's <laughs> all right. When you've got the microphone in your hand, you can talk, but you don't, so shut up. Yeah, yeah, right. no, I, yeah, I've I've never I've never quite understood I've never quite understood the heckler. I've never really uh, yeah. I've but then you get understood. to someone like Jimmy Carr, who who seems to thrive on the people heckling, so he can do his comedic put down. And surely there's a there's a two way thing going there where the person wants, hey, I got put down by Jimmy Carr, you know. So there's yeah. there's that's that's just part of the routine. But someone normally yeah, interrupting, look, they I, need to but, shut up. <laughs> But again, ultimately, it's you know ultimately what I've said before. Um, I don't think there's any if you if you live in a truly free society, I don't think there's anything off the table, nothing. And that whether you're a comedian, whether you're a journalist, whether you're a person like me, an ordinary person making a comment, I don't think anything is off the table. And if and the minute I look forward you start, to your comedy routine very soon. Well, I, my, my, my comedy routine is, uh, is, is life itself, because I think that's a pretty fucking comedy, that one, right? Well, that, but I'm but just that's saying... that's exactly what everyone else does in their comedy. That, that's Evan would argue that's what his, his comedy thing is. It's his life. That's what it is, so... No, well, that's what I'm saying. My, my, I, I, I live a comedy routine on a daily basis um, with, with, with some of the things I get to do and some of the people I've got to deal with. You know, and just every every other thing. I'm just saying, right? I'm saying, in terms of free speech, and I've read I've read a lot about this and how how certain you know, and and Ricky Gervais has made comments on this. There was a thing by um, there was a really good thing by uh, Rowan Atkinson actually, where he 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 was he stood up and yeah, you know, he's another one of my most favorite 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 comics. He's he's um awesome. It's Are you talking about awesome. like his his comments on like being woke or being cancelled? Yeah, and all that sort of yeah. Music? Did you see that interview? Or the, the, I've, I've seen. I've I have seen, seen that. It. No, no. Yeah, um. he 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 got up there and he started talking about what's permissible and what's not permissible and all this sort of stuff, and I and I just thought he hit the nails right on the head. I mean, he really, really did. This is this is the problem we have. You know, the minute you start the minute you start saying that something is not permissible is the minute you start saying you're not free. That's it. Um, people don't understand. They get too dramatic with all this. <laughs> the other thing I was going to ask, or just in closing, we're getting close to yeah. the end. Um, we, uh, back, in, back in the late 90s, early 2000s, I was part of a radio station called Laugh Radio. So here in Melbourne, we had a thing where it was. Oh, uh, that was so we, shit. Oh, that shut radio. up. It was great. It was. It was very good. And what we did was we played a lot of uh, comedy stuff, but we also had uh, – uh, Australian people on, so some of the local talent to to, to um, do try and widen their audience. And our big claim to fame was we got a bigger rating than 3AK at the time. But anyway, that at the time got a lot of feedback from people saying, this is what we really need in our life. You know, uh, there's a lot of crap going on, wars and invasions and 9-11, all that sort of crap. How do you reckon something like that would work now? Or is it just we've got too many... Uh, too many other options. Evan, what do you reckon? We've got streaming uh, TV everywhere. We've got podcasts every left, right and centre. Maybe it's too late for that stuff now? Uh, well, I reckon uh, the great thing about it is now that, um, yeah, you do have so many options. Like, I think people are going away from sort of standard TV 
Um, right. A lot of, uh, you know, American comics and but they can build a following through a podcast, through YouTube and, you know, some big, big, uh, I mean, not massive, massive names, but guys who are below that higher rung, guys like Mark Norman, Joe List, Sam Morrell, they're like New York comics. They've mm-hmm. put their specials out on YouTube and they've created their own following and, um, you know, you can, there's always, that's a great thing about the internet and that's, mm. you, know, you don't have to just watch what's on TV. You can find find what you like and if you're 100%. a comic, you can build your own audience and in a way, if you build your own audience and um, you've got people coming to your shows who like you, I mean, you can do whatever you want. So It's probably no different to, you know, <clears throat> the main uh, uh, authors around the place. Now everyone can sort of publish a book. Everyone can get their, yeah. their stories out there. Even singers, you're not listening to the same six people on the radio. You've got all options on YouTube, as you say. So maybe this is the same thing for, for um, stand-up. Yeah, definitely. So, I mean, that, that's a good thing. You build, you can do whatever you want with your career. If you keep putting clips out, um, you know, if people don't like it, well, I, I just don't. <laughs> if, if there's something I don't like, I just don't watch it. Like, that's it. <laughs> if yeah. someone says something that I don't agree with, I'm not going to argue. I mean, that's their point. You talk, you know, if someone doesn't want to get vaxxed, I go, fucking who gives a shit? It's their life. Do yeah, whatever that's it. Want. It doesn't fucking 100%. bother me. Yeah, so I'm I'm pretty easy going. Like, you know, yeah, if someone says something I don't agree with, I'm not going to fucking argue for three hours trying to change their mind. <laughs> Fuck them all to bother. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. No, but you would you would argue if 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 it was in fact going to impact your life, right? So in the case of say vaccination, oh, that not does everyone would do that. Well, I'm saying, nah, mate. Do if you don't want to get vaxxed, you don't have to. But it's just you can't do anything. So yeah, yeah. so yeah. there is a consequence. Yeah, exactly. Unvaxxed, it doesn't really bother me. Like I don't fucking whatever. You know, I, I I agree with you, but that's what I'm saying. But but the, their their argument, the the people that are unvaxxed, their argument is, um, I don't want to get vaxxed, but I don't. I also should be allowed to be as free as I once yeah. was. Yeah, good right? for them. Yeah. 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 And, so and, this, and that's what I'm saying. I'm topic, saying, topic for I'm another saying you know, you, yeah, you that's right. We've covered right? that. <laughs> yeah. But, um, you know, so yeah. in conclusion, in conclusion, where what what's your next move? Where are you where are you heading next? Back here, you said? Oh. Yeah. So basically, like I, I haven't seen my fiance for oh, geez, it'd have to almost be three months now. So. Oh wow. Okay. And amazingly, she seems pretty happy. So I think she's moved the bloke in. Um, <laughs> Yeah, she she's not taking my FaceTime calls, so that's a bit of a nice. worry. Nice. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> me and me and Franklin, we're heading down. We've got one more gig in Darwin tonight. Then uh, we fly to Tassie. I've got a gig Wednesday the tenth down in Tassie, and then I'll head back to Melbourne. And uh, I mean, some things are opening up, so hopefully, yeah. hopefully, we can get back on the bike and start start creating some gigs at breweries and things like that, which we mm. had running, and uh, sporting clubs, and get back into it. So that's Excellent. Great. Sounds good. Well, yeah. I'll, uh, this has been probably the least uh, amusing thing you've spoken about for a very long time. So I'll thank you for putting up with this. <laughs> we, no, we've it's we've good. It's been a bit of a Debbie Downer with some of it, but there you go. Um, oh, all right. Good. Thank you very much. Good luck with it. I'm sure I'll see you at one of the other things again when it's uh, everything's up and opening and happening here. I don't it's even good. know if it's started yep. back up. 
And oh, no, no offense, I'm sure I won't. No, because you don't leave your basement. So there you well, go. Well, yeah, I'm, right. I'm not like I said. I don't. Uh, I don't. I don't attend that many. I don't attend any, in fact, comedy if, shows. If you look very closely at Evan now, you can see him not shedding a tear. So that's yes. okay. No, no. <laughs> I will say though, go out, give it a try. I mean, you can check whatever you want on YouTube. Um, but yeah, and and what you see on TV. And all that—that's not—that's not everything that's happening in Australia. So there's uh, there's plenty of great comics that you've never heard of. Yeah, you're probably right. I reckon you're, you're probably I reckon right. You're like, but like I said, some people live comedies for certain people, theaters for certain people. Some people just sit at home and sit on the couch and watch the fucking Bachelor. So whatever you want to do, <laughs> yeah, fucking do that's it. Not me either. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Excellent. Yeah. All right, thank you very much, Evan. I will end the Plenty recording boys. there. All right, we'll speak to you and see you in the next podcast. Great to meet you.